0: You're listening to the Luke Page podcast, and in this week's episode, I catch up with Jenna Holloway, and we talk about how to build the mindset that allows you to create the life and business of your dreams. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out of the box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. And I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Thanks for coming on, Jenna, and I appreciate you coming on this time because you're over in London, aren't
1: you? Yeah. Well- south until you hit the coast
0: but yeah basically so how far because i haven't been to the i've never been to the uk i've been to most places around the world but not the uk how far are we talking from london if you're say driving in a car
1: it's like uh depends on traffic but like two hours and i can see the sea from my window so it's
0: like right on the coast yeah so cool place um so today we're talking about a passion of yours apparently you've got this massive passion when it comes to the subconscious and helping people out with that. Um, and in particular, the, the the kind of the mindset that holds us back from really dreaming, building the dream, our dream business and life. Um, <clears throat> when you say, because, um, you know, you, you, you suggested when you, we were speaking, you suggested that's a great topic for you to cover. When you say the mindset, like what, what do you mean by, like what mindset is holding entrepreneurs back now this this audience is um mainly coaches online coaches making under 200k a year um so yeah we're going to have some other online entrepreneurs but let's just say we're speaking to coaches here what are um what's this mindset that's mainly holding these coaches back from dream building their dream life and business do
1: you know what so much of it is unconscious because uh Well, we everything we do, think and feel is governed by our subconscious programming, right? So we just live our lives on autopilot, not really aware of a lot of our thoughts or our, our patterns of behavior. And so we can hold ourselves back in our business without even realizing it. And a lot of the time that looks like inaction, right? Not fully being all in. For example, um, not following up with mm-hmm. leads, for example, because you don't want to appear uh, pushy or needy or not asking for the sale or just holding yourself back in ways that you wouldn't hold yourself back if there was if, if, if there weren't any limiting beliefs or fears um, that are buried deep in the subconscious.
0: Yeah. So like the typical things you would say when it comes to coaches growing the business that you see that... Um because I mean we've all got things that we fear. We've all got things that kind of hold us back. If we're if we're addressing this audience, which is coaches making under two hundred K, um, what are the other common things that you feel that coaches struggle to take action on apart from say yeah, following up leads?
1: Yeah. A lot of it um can come in the form of not being fully expressed. Um to your audience, to your community, generally, that's that's a big part of it because we have like an innate fear of being rejected or abandoned. And that comes back to the caveman days where if you were rejected from the tribe, that meant death, right? So nowadays we are living this modern day life, building our businesses, chasing our dreams, all the things. But the reality is we still have a brain that's designed for survival, right? The subconscious, the brain doesn't care about your dreams or how confident you are or how successful you want to be or anything like that. All it cares about is keeping you alive. And so anything it detects as yeah. potentially unsafe, for example, coaches, I'd probably say 90, 99% of, the, of coaches work online and promote themselves online. So that involves um, a magnification of that fear of um, being rejected, because when you put yourself out there online, you can't see who, you can't control who is watching you or who is seeing your seeing your 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 posts and things like that. So this fear gets magnified and holds mm. people back from really being their true selves online. And and what happens when you do this work to overcome that that subconscious sort of limiting belief that i'm not good enough as i am so i need to be a certain way or i need to tone down like i'm I'm a bit too much or i'm not enough or whatever those things are at play when we do the work to overcome that and actually get comfortable with being fully expressed in our content and the way we show up online what happens is we become magnetic because our audience gets it they, and they feel authenticity, right? We are all energy and we are always reading mm. each other's non-verbal communication. It's all happening subconsciously. We're making subconscious decisions about who we vibe with, who we align with, who 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 are we attracted to in terms of like somebody we might wanna work with. And so none of this is controlled at all. It's just all done on a subconscious level and it's about your energy. And so, so much of, of the work that's really, really important as an entrepreneur is it does come down to mindset, but it also comes down to the deep subconscious work that allows you to overcome the limiting beliefs. And it's not just about visibility. Um, a lot of it is to do with our subconscious relationship with success as well, because when we grow up, we are conditioned to believe, like as our, as we're growing up, our brain is developing an understanding of the world and of our place in it so we are basically being programmed as we're growing up we're absorbing everything our messages from society our parents schooling and all of those things and forming an understanding which is subconscious as we grow up and so much of that is that it has to be really hard to be successful Right, if you've been to school and you've gone through exams, your teachers will have drummed into you that you 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 have to work hard to succeed. Yeah, you do in the school system, but actually, that relationship and that yeah that relationship with um, success as an entrepreneur is very unhelpful because it means that you end up really working hard, harder than you need to, to create the success that you desire. And and I could go on for hours about this. Like I say, like you said at the start, I'm so passionate about it. It comes down to our relationship with time as well, yeah. our relationship with money. All of it matters because ultimately, it it, it affects how easeful business is for you as an entrepreneur. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Um, so, can you? I'm not too sure if I miss it or not, but just so we, so the listener can pinpoint some of the stuff that they're doing. That's a great um, backstory of what's going on. Um, yeah, did you mention it in, in regards to the specific things? So I think at the start, what did you say? Following up leads. You said not following up leads. Um, did you go over this? I'm not too sure. Did you go over the specific, like, common things that they're not doing? <laughs> I did
1: with follow-up. What was that? The- I did one thing, but they're so, yeah. what well- yeah. Well, not following up the leads is one like behavior but there's so much it could look like um not being able to switch off when you're with family or um checking like over checking your your inbox or your dms um wanting to work in the evenings and weekends over giving inside your client spaces not being able to hold boundaries with clients um it can come up with so much, not not being able to feel successful or not being able to feel proud of your achievements, right? Constantly chasing the next thing, the next thing. And I actually had this, I did some inner work myself. Not it's crazy, like that I went through my mentor's program as a client, And I didn't think I needed to, because at that point I'd done a lot of inner work already, Um, but I literally went through it as a client because I wanted to invest because if I'd been through it as a client, I'd be able to improve my own client's experiences, right? And what hit me absolutely blindsided me. I came across this uh, belief that I wasn't worthy unless I was achieving. And that just... Once I worked on that, it changed the game because it meant that I could feel um, worthy just just because I am. And that's how we all should feel, right? We shouldn't have a condition. We shouldn't have to fulfill a certain thing for us to feel good enough. Mm-hmm. We are all good enough just because we are and just because we're breathing. But I, But that was my subconscious limiting belief program that I didn't even realize I had. And when I did that work, it meant that I didn't have like i didn't have to feel that i just needed to do the next thing do the next thing do the next thing and then I'll feel good enough like like i say it, i wasn't even conscious of it but it explained why i've been a serial high achiever my whole life mm. and it and a lot of people i think when they hear me talking about this might think well i don't want to not be a high achiever so why would i do this work the difference is You can still be a high achiever, right? I've done amazing things in my business, but since I've done this work, it's meant that I feel good enough here and now in the moment, every, all the time, right? I can mess up and not worry about things happening, or I can be fully expressed and not worry about what people think of me and, you know, so many different things. Like, it's just so liberating to have done this work myself and and after I did that I started attracting more business owners and and pivoted my niche to purely working with business owners because it matters so much when you when you feel this way it means that you can have a business that you absolutely love and enjoy your life too Mm. right I've got a family and twins and I spent years on a fertility journey waiting to get those twins. And the difference when I did that work on myself, the difference meant that I I wasn't basically clock watching like, until my girls got to the nursery to be able to work. I was happy and relaxed and calm and grounded whilst I was with my girls, but not feeling like I needed to, had so much pressure on myself to get stuff done like yesterday Mm. right it just meant i could just be calm relaxed and grounded and it's made such a difference can
0: you actually choose to have twins if you're doing a fertility program or no it just happened
1: (laughs) good question we put well we put two embryos back so it's more likely yeah. Um, if you put two back, but yeah, they're not identical cause
0: they were two separate. Funny stuff. I, my wife was showing me this video the other day about <laughs> these, uh, these, this couple that went through IVF and, you know, I mean, if you've been there, you know how challenging it is. And they had done the, you know, round after round type thing. They finally found, pre- fell pregnant and they had, um, uh, quadruplets. And they were like they they filmed. Wow! They filmed the reaction of showing their parents and their friends and stuff like that. And then it was funny because they got the ultrasound and there's four in there. And they're like what? I mean, imagine that. Imagine going from zero to four. Yeah. Did you go zero? So your your girls were your yeah. first first two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, that's that's hard enough. We got one, so. Uh, <laughs> Well done on uh, tackling the twin thing (laughs) Thanks (laughs) I'm laughing because I just Just at the thought of it Yeah Hey, I just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I've put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month, and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.com lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k I'm going to pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode yeah so when you talked about the um, the you had the you had to achieve to feel worthy yeah I relate to that that's something that I really battle with as well I probably have it to still some degree in my life which I think is a maybe in a healthy way but it was unhealthy when I was in my 20s same deal it was like uh, in order for me to feel loved, I had to be the best at things yeah. because that's how I kind of got my attention. Because I, um, because I had shut things off from my heart, so um, I totally get how that feels. And what it what it end up doing is it ends up you end up doing the wrong things. You do things for the wrong reason. You end up going down the wrong path. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So. Yes, it, it leads to a lot of mess in your life. And the other thing ar- around it is that what happens when you aren't the best or what happens when you don't succeed. You feel terrible, yeah? And uh, especially in business, this is one thing that I always wanted to have a business growing up and I would jump from business to business to business to business to business. And the reason why is because I had this thing where I'm like, I had that at that, at that okay, well, if I'm not succeeding then I'm not worthy type thing so i would jump into a business and as soon as there was a challenge I would go oh I've got another idea over here that one's better yeah. and I'd use that as an excuse to avoid the chance of failing yeah. um, and it's just not going to work um, it wasn't until I kind of dropped that that I could finally get it because I've been in this business for five years and then I finally dropped it and Man, I fail all the time. Like I stuff up all the time, and I make mistakes. And you you just have to, you just have to be cool with it. Um, Let's 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 when we talk about this because it is a very common one: fear of failure, fear of looking, um, not looking good. Very very common. You know, people are scared to do Facebook lives and lives and stuff like that. And generally, the common uh, fear it is, and which if you cut it down deep you know it's it's like well why are you scared of doing a facebook live and a lot of people will be like oh well i'm not comfortable doing it like why aren't you comfortable doing it and then it's it's usually comes down to well they don't want to stuff up they don't want to not look good and then it's ultimately caring what people think of them um so this is like a really common fear that we actually let's address this fear caring what people think of us (laughs) what a um what a relative time I did all these fear challenges in, um, in Melbourne yesterday, Jenna, um, w- like tackling this fear. And I always... I mean, I haven't done fear challenges like this in a couple of years, but it's one thing that I really focused on doing for a p- bunch of years in my life to tackle this fear because I cared so much of what people thought of me in my 20s. Um, and yeah, yesterday, ironically, that we're ch- kind of chatting about this, is I went into the Melbourne and I did these bunch of fear challenges... Um, to stretch myself and push myself out of my comfort zone to literally stop caring what people think. And it was just a bunch of things, like I had to lie down in the middle of the road in the busy pathway, people walk around me for three minutes. Um, I had to ask 10 people to hug me. Um, I had to ask people to buy me lunch until someone bought me lunch. So just things like that, right? Um, And this fear of caring what people think Um, it was interesting doing it because I'm thinking back to when I was asking people for hugs I had to ask 10 people for hugs right Jenna and I was thinking that okay roughly what I think the conversion rate would be to yeses to nos Um, my first person I asked they said yes which I was like oh gee that was easy second person they said yes I'm like whoa this is this is interesting. I didn't realize I'd get so many yeses. Third person, yes. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? Like, why are they so friendly? And then I got a no, and then I got another no. And it was funny because my confidence went from after the first one, I was like, ooh, easy to ask for the second one. Got my second yes. And I'm like, oh, this is this is easy. Got my third yes. And then I asked, went to the fourth, and they said no. And I was like, oh, good. Went to the fifth and got another no. And then I'm like, ooh starting to get no's went to the 6th got another no so I had 3-3 three, three. and then my confidence started to dip a little bit because I'm like ooh I'm getting rejections now um, anyway I ended up getting out of 10 I got 4 yeses I got 6 no's um, but ultimately yeah like I said these challenges were ju- purely to tackle the fear of caring what other people think now I've done a fair lot of this stuff so I guess from the everyday person uh, I can kind of do this stuff. But a lot of people would like look at the stuff that I kind of do and go, man, that's fucking crazy. I could never do it. The truth is they could. Um, but with this fear of caring what people think, how the hell do we get over it?
1: Well, first thing is to say...
0: How do we tackle this massive fear? First
1: thing is to say that it's not... first part of it is not conscious, right? When you, the reason that you have a fear is because you're, like we said earlier, your subconscious only cares about keeping you alive and safe, right? So what it's got, what I, I like to describe it like a dashboard yeah. in the mind, and the subconscious filters everything that you're living in the now moment through past experiences and Past experiences that are on the dashboard are times where you've felt hurt or embarrassed or disappointed, um, and the subconscious keeps those memories on the dashboard to protect you from those feelings happening again. And so when you feel that fear of something might happen and I will look silly, what your subconscious is holding on to is that moment for example, when you were five years old and you fell off your chair in class and everybody laughed at you, you know, or the the class bully pulled your trousers down in front of the class or, you know, something like that where you were absolutely mortified as a child. Yeah. Unless you've healed from that, that's stuck in your subconscious protecting you every, every single turn. Right. And we have so much buried in our subconscious that's not been healed, that's tri- That's still there. And that if, if you think of it now, it doesn't bother you. But subconsciously, it's bothering you because it's on that dashboard. And the key is to do the healing so that those events take, get taken off the dashboard. And so it feels safe to put yourself out there and get out of your comfort zone. The other thing to know about the brain is that Yep. It can't tell the difference between real or imagination. And alongside that, because it only wants to protect you, it will magnify the risk of things to to try and stop you from doing things. So you'll think about going live, and your brain will automatically go to the worst-case scenario, and your your body will release some, some cortisol and some stress hormones, and you'll suddenly not feel good about doing that. And it's about mindset, because the amazing thing about mindset is that depending on how you look at it you physiologically your brain will um release a certain amount of stress hormones right and if you are excited about something that's way out of your comfort zone your brain caps the amount of stress hormones that it will release because it doesn't see it as a threat or a danger but if you perceive that thing that's way out of your comfort zone as an as a threat then your body will literally go into fight or flight and release tons of adrenaline and stress hormones and so of course that 's not going to feel good
0: mm.
1: and so what and so this is where um, yep. mindset is really really key because how you perceive things affects your ability to do things out of your comfort zone and I think it's pretty common knowledge now but the more we put ourselves out of our comfort zone the more our brain gets confirmation that oh that thing that I thought was scary was actually fine and so your brain watches you your brain is watching you do everything and listening to you the things that you say and also everything that you think as well so this is where a really really positive relationship with yourself is game-changing as a business owner um but what was i saying that yeah when you take action on something that you thought was going to be scary or whatever and you get outside of your comfort zone and your brain sees that it was a it it was fine you know you no one died then it your, your comfort zone stretches and so yeah it's about um it's about being the person that you want to be that just is not scared like the the way I teach my clients is to get really really clear on the version of you that you need to be to have the thing the result that you want to create because you only create what you want the you only get the results that you want to have by being an energetic match for it by by being that person that does that thing that thinks that way and this the real um I think takeaway from this and and thing to really work on from a mindset perspective and as a business owner is this thing called neutrality right being neutral in your business and being aware of the stories that you tell yourself in your mind because nothing is positive or ne- negative right everything just is and we are as human beings we are meaning making machines so something happens, like for example, a potential client sees a message and you see it in your DMs and it says seen and they haven't responded, or you've left them a payment link and it's been two days. What are you making that mean about you or about you know their what are you make, what are you assuming that they are thinking? And challenging that, choosing something that feels better, because actually it's neutral, right? You could have left that payment link and they have their kid's birthday to sort out and then they're grand to take to the hospital and they've clocked off a day early for the weekend and they'll be back on Monday and they're actually super excited about joining your program, but they just haven't told you that. And so, so much about what yeah. what, what we make mean holds us back because we tell ourselves stories that, that are not true, right? Whereas when it's so much better, if we can just be neutral.
0: Mm. what about talking about the stories thing what about, what about if um, what about if I mean you mentioned about the payment thing the scene what if someone's looking at it where they have um, sent the payment link and they've done it in the past and it's happened over and over where they've sent the payment link people have seen it and then they haven't responded so it's almost like they're telling themselves a story. Oh, if someone, someone sees it and they don't reply, then, oh, yeah, they're, well, they're, they're, not, they're not paying. So how do you overcome things like that in that case? Because, yes, they're telling themselves a story, but I guess the, the, it's coming from evidence um, yeah. from their past that, well, that's what happened because that's a big yeah. one.
1: Yeah, you can block yourself. Because I was so. thinking,
0: um, yeah, when, when you were saying all that stuff there, sorry, Jenna, but when you were saying all that... Um, Everything you're just going through there, which I love the dashboard metaphor. Um, I haven't heard that before. Um, yeah, I was thinking, why is it that why is it that I can do these pretty crazy fear challenges when a lot of people can't? Um, and not that they can't, I believe that they can. But as in, if you if you say to the everyday person, "Hey, this is what I've done," they'll be like, "Man, I could never, ever, ever do that." But it's like I remember, like um, when I first started doing them, man, I was. Doing all that, absolutely trembling, having the, you were talking about the chemicals being released with the cortisol and all that type of stuff. Man, I had all that. So it's almost like, um, it sounds like there's, okay, we've got to expose ourselves to these things because the more we expose ourselves, our comfort zone increases. So it's a combination of healing and exposure. Would that be the couple between how to do, make all this, got to heal and you got to expose yourself and then... It's like the healing kind of allows you to move into it. And then the exposure, okay, you may not be 100% confident and certain, but the exposure gives you that... um, Because say, for example, these fear challenges. If I had massive bad experiences the first time I did it, I probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Like, for example, if I did something and someone... Yelled at me or punch me or something like that then I'll be like whoa next time man this is like I could get hurt but because I did them and only good things come from it I was like you know now I guess my brain goes hey Luke this is uncomfortable but on the other side of this you get the reward of that yeah. feeling um, what
1: I would love to say here is that everything happening out in your external reality is happening for you and when something sh- Comes up like um, a challenging situation, rather than having the mindset of, "Well, why is this happening to me?" You get curious and you say, "Why is this happening for me?" Because you're seeing it. If it's something to like, everything is a growth opportunity, right? If it if it's something to celebrate, great. But if it's something that's triggering you, then it's something to grow from. And so you ask yourself, "Why is this happening for me? What is the lesson here? What is the growth opportunity?" And you do that work because because maybe for example maybe um a client has uh, you started working with a client and you realize that they are completely misaligned and it's turning out to be so much more hassle than good and if you were really really honest with yourself you saw the red flags on that discovery call and you knew that they weren't a truly aligned good fit client for you but you ignore the red flags and you took them on. And they turn out to be such a ball ache that it's just, you know, made everything really stressful for you. Now, the growth opportunity there is what's the lesson here? Well, the lesson is to not ignore the red flags, right? Your intuition is a guide and it is never wrong. So when we trust ourselves, like really fully trust ourselves and do the, the, the mindset work to be able to to take action in alignment with what is right for you and your business and not take action from a place of fear and scarcity, then we grow and we, we, we expand and, and, and everything progresses so much faster. But it really, really is about alignment, right? Doing the things that are, feel good for you and this is this is what's so so important for coaches when they hire other coaches like a business coach or, or whatever so so important to be able to listen to the coach and put it through your internal filter like does this fit for me what feels good here for me what is aligned and be able to work on that trust piece because I've worked with so many clients who have come to me after having worked with strategy coaches and stuff and they've been doing business in a way that felt so misaligned for so long because they didn't trust themselves. And really doing this, doing the the, the healing work and the mindset work allows you to trust yourself so that you can tune into your intuition and take action from that place. And there was something else that I wanted to um, pick up on from what you said. Um, Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember right
0: now. Uh, no, Nate has gone. That's all right. I was... Um, I, I jumped in when you're about to answer uh, when I said, what about the stories? Yeah, you got someone where you send the payment link. They've seen it and in the past. They've sent people payment links and whenever they see it and they don't reply or whenever they've said the scene thing, that means that they don't go ahead or whatever. Whether it's that, whether it's that, um, yeah. you know, whenever they post a real... It gets no engagement or views, really. Uh, whether it is when they launch their program, very few people buy or no one buys and they've done it a few times. So yeah. they've got, I guess, evidence to them that if this happens, mm. it won't work. And they're telling themselves that story over and over. And, hey, yeah. launching, yeah. I ain't going to get clients when I post this for real. I ain't going to get a lot of views when I post this payment link and they see it and they don't reply instantly. That means they're not going ahead, Um, which is a huge thing because, hey, if we're telling ourselves these stories over and over and over, then we're going to manifest that um, and it's going to ultimately hold us back from taking the action that we need to get the result that we want. So what do we do on this case? Oh, what do we do on this
1: case? So, yeah, both of those are really good. I'd love to speak to both of those so the first one is the um the dms are constantly being seen but not replied to so i would uh, like if a client said that to me i would say right well, is this a pattern in your life where you have put yourself out there and been ignored okay how does that make you feel right i would ask them how does it make you feel to put yourself to put that payment link out and to basically be ignored and they will feel uh, hurt for example and what we do is we tune into that emotion this is like the subconscious reprogramming work this is a, a, a modality called timeline when you feel an emotion your subconscious has all of the memories it's ever experienced like linked to that emotion and what we can do is we can go back to the first memory where you felt that emotion and look at it from a now from an adult perspective and so often when we do timeline the client will be like uh well that didn't matter you know it was something so insignificant that i that they'd completely forgotten about it but as their 5 year old self it felt like the end of the world you know And so what we do is we don't erase the memory we don't change the memory but we update the feeling that's attached to it we neutralize the pain or the heaviness or the disappointment or whatever that is we neutralize it and when we do that with that earliest memory it clears it throughout the it clears it off of the dashboard so that um it can be that you can have those messages seen and it doesn't trigger you in that way and so you'd be quite happy to say to just drop back in not from a needy way but from a place of service right if i if if i'm in that situation and i sent a link and my potential client has seen it but not responded it shows that i care by going back and saying hey just checking do you have any questions you know, and that's very grounded. That's showing that I care. I don't need the sale at all, but I want to follow up because I care. And every time that I do that, they they send me a voice note or they'll reply saying, thanks so much for following up. And yes, I'm jumping in or it's not quite the right time or whatever it is. It doesn't matter, but that I'm able to follow up because it's neutral, mm-hmm. right? So doing that work neutralizes when we are triggered. So there's that. Um, and the other thing was about the reel. What you said, oh, I'm, I'm gonna post this reel, my reels are not getting any engagement, etc. Now, from a strategic point of view, we absolutely need to, to do the work to make our reels, like hook somebody in and create, like open the curiosity loop, you know, whether that's visually or um, with the hook. So we do make sure that your reel is actually on point, right? Your ideal clients, don't care about you. They care about what you can do for them. So make sure that you've done all of that strategy work to make your reels engaging and so that people want to watch them. But let's say you've done that, then from a mindset and an energetic perspective, 100% your brain is looking to confirm what you believe to be true. So if you are putting the energy out there that none of my reels ever take off, or no one ever watches my stories, that is real like lack energy. And so your brain, like I said earlier, your brain is hearing all of your thoughts, the unconscious ones as well as the conscious ones, and taking note. And so if you're thinking to yourself, well, this launch isn't gonna go very well, or this cricket's in my launch, nobody's buying, it, like the brain is looking to confirm that. And the universe as well, like it God source whatever, just says yes. So if you say I want more money, or I want more clients, the universe just says yes, yes you do. So you will stay in that holding pattern of I want more engagement, I want more money, I want more clients. No, we need to get out of lack and into an abundance mindset where we are so grateful that for everything that we have now, right? Your view got 200, your, your reel got 200 views. Celebrate that. That's 200 people watching your your reel or less than that, but some people watching it more than once, right? Get into an attitude of gratitude for everything in your business that you have already. And what I love to talk about is duality. And that's how we are. We get so grateful for what we've got now, And we see a vision in our mind's eye of of what we want our business to be like, right? There's this like absolute sky is the limit vision. And you get grateful in advance for that. Because how are you gonna feel? What's gonna be possible for you when you reach that goal and you bring that into life now? Like I said earlier, your brain can't tell the difference between real and imagination. So when you visualize that as being your now reality, your brain will release, feel good hormones of like, oh, I'm so grateful that I've got xyz whatever it is and you get grateful in advance and what that does is that brings you up to being in alignment with that goal so that you can bring it into your reality everything you want is possible you just have to be an energetic match for it And think of it like a radio channel right if you are driving a car and you really want to be dancing and singing and like really enjoying like the 80s vibe but you're stuck on i'm gonna say radio 4 because that's like a really kind of old person's like boring channel in in the uk but i don't know what the equivalent is in australia but like imagine some really like like uh dusty like boring channel you're driving along you're like well this is crap and and you can't do anything you're just bitching and moaning about how crap and boring it is you're Mm. on the wrong frequency right you've got to change the channel yourself Everything you want is on that 80s vibe playlist, but you can only allow it to come through your speaker when you change your thoughts, your patterns, your behaviors and your energy to, to be on that frequency. The minute you are, the radio will change and outcome your 80s playlist or everything your heart desires.
0: Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. What about when you're saying about uh, you know if you're getting 200 uh Views on your reel, be grateful for it. And I heard someone just listen to this who's getting 200 views say, Yeah, I've been told to be grateful, Jenna, but you know, they follow all the people and they're getting 2,000 or 20,000 views, right? And they want that for themselves. And yes, I know, I've been told to be grateful. I still find it hard to be grateful, you know. I actually. It's almost like I do the exercise, but I know deep down I'm not feeling grateful, which ultimately is pushing the thing away that you want. What about Mm. when that's happening? What would you say to people like that?
1: The quickest way to feel gratitude is to imagine losing stuff. Imagine waking up and not being able to see. Imagine waking up and not having any food in your cupboards. Imagine waking up and you don't have a toilet that flushes, right? All the stuff that you take for granted, imagine being without it. Suddenly you're grateful, right? Health is wealth. This is why I'm so, so passionate about building a business in a sustainable way that allows you to feel happy, grateful, and free in the now. Not sacrificing the huge vision, but but doing, like, Growing your business in a way that feels good and that you celebrate and enjoy your life now whilst you're doing it. Like the reason that that I've lost my train of thought completely, but like it, it's so so important to be grateful because the only moment we have is now. So if you're chasing a dream, like it's great to trace a dream. I work really, really hard in my business, but I never lose sight of the fact that Health is wealth. And if we are building our business from an unsustainable way, right, not looking after our health, um, never being able to switch off, that's not sustainable. And if you are ignoring your body's, your mental, physical and emotional needs, your body will make you stop. And what that looks like is, well, burnout um, or constantly being um, like run down things like that your immune system needs your body to not be in a constant state of fight or flight and i I end up speaking about this so so often because i see so many people unfortunately building their business from a place of hustle because they don't see it's possible from a different way and that's because probably they've got the programming that success has to be hard and they can't see another way but there truly is another way and and it's about putting your health and life and yourself first. And when you can do that, you get to have everything that you want, but without sacrificing anything. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's. A, that, I loved how you said the quickest way to gratitude is to, you know, imagine going without. Um, and if you can go without, because look, if you've been brought up with a family who drums in gratitude it's one of the one of the things like we've got a um, we've got a boy and he is uh, he's 20 months old Jenna and I've got all these things that I want to teach him right oh. but one of the things where I really want to drum into him is gratitude because I would say that I've become more grateful as I've gotten older but up until the last few years I just wasn't a really grateful person yeah um, and I don't want that for my kids. I guess um, I was just like the kid that was just given everything and given everything easy. Yeah, my mom just whatever you want, Luke, that type of thing, right? And great stuff. Lucky that I got that, but I also just want to be. I just want to teach our children, and our son, to appreciate what they have, um, because um, you know. My wife and I have been all over the world and we, we love going to third world countries because it teaches us the most lessons. We found that if we just go to stay in the five-star hotels and all that, you just go there, you chill out, but then you, you don't get anything from it for us personally. We found that if we went to third world countries, when we came back to Australia far out, we so appreciated what we had. Because it showed the contrast between how so many people in this world, how they live and what they don't have and the shit that us fortunate people living in Australia and England and America, wherever first world countries, what we complain about every day, yet if someone living in these countries could just have that, they'll be like, oh, the best ever. Um, That is such a great exercise to not only imagine... But if you can actually go without, yeah, um, actually go without, can you? And it's 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 one thing I'm gonna I haven't done in a while. I'm gonna start doing now that you've said that, Jenna, Is that I'm gonna give myself little little forced sacrifice things to help increase my gratitude so for example um what's an example all right well typical things like you know showers you know a warm shower very standard but do cold showers for a bit because when you do cold showers you have that warm shower you'll appreciate that warm shower um i don't know certain the way that you eat um just things like that in your everyday life but um yeah that's a really awesome one that you brought up um, has, is there anything that we haven't touched on, Jenna, that you want to end with? We've got a lot of stuff in this, which has been great. I know the uh, the audience and listeners are going to get heaps from this. Is there anything else that we haven't missed or one last thing that you want to, you want to leave us on?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, it is. The best thing that I would say to help people move forward is to really get super observant observant about their own patterns of thoughts and behaviours because you can't change what you don't notice and 95% of everything we're thinking and doing is done on autopilot like we just don't even notice so this, like, do this from a place of absolute positive relationship with yourself there is zero space for a negative inner critic because it's just unhelpful especially as a business owner, right? If if you're, if you're battling internally against yourself, like that's just making it so, so much harder. So do this from a compassionate place. Just be a fly on the wall in your life. Who are you being? How are you showing up for yourself as well as for your business? And know that those small changes can make a really, really big difference. So what do you need to let go of? What do you need to do more of? And how can you inject more fun into your your work life, right? Simply just putting on a high vibe song and just moving your body and singing out loud and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Like you just allow for so much creativity to come in and it just doesn't have to be hard, right? You can have, you can have, and this. like this is literally my experience and I'm so passionate about sharing it because it's fun, right? I, I launched a membership today, and people knew that I was launching it. And I brought the the launch date full, like I brought the launch date earlier because I was bored of talking about the waitlist. I just, I'm so excited about this membership that I just wanted to get it out to the world faster. So I was like, right, we're launching it tomorrow. I hadn't even started my page, my sales page, 24 hours ago, but there I was, just quickly doing it. Like I planned it all out on a Google Doc, and I was making it, and I went to publish live. And the bloody thing did, um, like, saving, this this wheel was saving the, saving the page for, like, five minutes. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I, I went on stories uh-huh. about it. I was like, this this might not save, but it's not the end of the world. And it's my girl's birthday tomorrow, so I'm going to be wrapping presents. In fact, I'm not working tonight. I, I actually had this podcast, but, like, it, it didn't matter, you know. If, the, if that page had not saved... So be it. Like nothing is positive or negative, it just is. And I'm not gonna tell myself a story that if I don't have this sales page live, when I said I would, that people aren't gonna join. Like it's just, this is absolute vomit. So it doesn't matter. And as it happened, the sales page stayed and the membership was launched and, and hey. wonderful happy days. But yeah, it's just like it get, business gets to be so fun, light and, enjoyable when you have your mindset on board working with you and your, and your subconscious on board with you for success with ease.
0: Great thing to end on. Jenna, anyone listening to this, where can they find you?
1: So my place that I hang out most is on Instagram. So at I am Jenna Holloway and the membership is called Grounded Wealthy Woman and it it literally is like is the vibe what you've been hearing from me this whole kind of podcast it's about creating your success um and momentum with ease right and and bringing in like limitless overflow like from a place of enjoying your life now and having wild like wildly ambitious vision but also being committed to your values so that you don't like ignore your kids for example you know and you're actually present in the now moment enjoying your life so Mm. it includes hypnosis every single month we have a theme each month hypnosis and mindset coaching and i don't know when this episode is going to be launched um is it going to be feb or jam do you know luke
0: um i reckon it'll be Let's just say it might be in three weeks or something like that, roughly.
1: Awesome. So I reckon by the time, yeah, by the time this goes live, um, it will be £44 pounds a month. So that's
0: British pounds. I'm not sure. On £44, pounds, remember, everybody. Actually,
1: so <laughs> £44. <pounds.
0: laughs> Very good. All right, guys, make sure you go so, check yeah. out Jenna. Go give her a follow. Send her a hello. Let her know what you're Loved from this um, podcast and go check out our membership. Uh, what's the what's the name of the membership again? The Grounded Woman, was it?
1: It's called Grounded Wealthy Woman, but we actually do already have three grounded men inside. Woman. So I just, Grounded Wealthy Person didn't have the same ring to it. So men and, we, grounded, men and women both welcome. Gra-
0: yeah, Grounded Wealthy Person. Yes, I guess it doesn't have the sound. What about Grounded Wealthy Person? Humanoid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope, not the one.
0: Yeah, yeah, not the one yet. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Thanks, Jennifer, for coming on. Uh, been awesome.
1: Thanks so much. It's,
0: it's been great. Thanks so much for having awesome. me. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.